Parshas Vayeshev, the story of Yosef at Tzadik. As these parshas that we have read about Yaakov Avinu give us a tremendous chizuk, a tremendous ability of Maisa similar Bonum, as we've said in the past that Yaakov Avinu was being chased in every form of way and he was able to stand up and remain Dovuk in the Rebbeinu Shalom, inseparable, not let the influence of Esau and Lovo and Sori Shalom. Yitzhak Avinu also was able to go out there in the field and elevate his Avodah to Avodah Hashem and Avram Avinu and Avram Avinu's way, all the others. But now we come to one of the Shvatim that has a partial after us, and that is Yosef HaTzadik. We read about Yosef HaTzadik in, in Chumash Bereshis, where it's the Chumash about Maisa of a similar Bonham, as the Ramban explains, because he's an Av also. And which area is he specifically an Avin over everybody else? It's not in the area of Esau fighting him, trying to destroy him. Or let's say it even better, it's not even in the area of Esau of Miyat Ochi when Esau tries to get so close to him. Rather, it's in the Esau of the Yetzirah inside a person of temptation that tries to pull you down, that tries to enter you this low world and pull you and pull you. The greatest Nesoyen of immorality. And Yosef HaTzadik is Oymed bin Nesoyen. Let's read the parish and learn what we can take out from it. To try to understand a glimpse of the level of temptation, Nesoyen, that Yosef HaTzadik had. Reb Tzadik HaKoyin explains that the ability, when somebody does, when somebody is a Tzadik, he almost has to have a certain degree of gaiva to himself. He has to believe in himself. When you don't believe in yourself, you fall in. Yosef HaTzadik, what nobody believed in him. His father, yes, but his brothers and all f- angles were destroying him. They didn't understand him. They held to the point that he's Chayv Misa. They tried to literally just kill him. He's sold as a slave. He's humiliated in every way. His personal expectation of what he is has to be in a very great low. And there he's put in an assignment that the only way you battle that Nesoyen is from confidence, is from the opposite of Yish, from feeling strong about yourself, from feeling that you haven't severed your relationship with the Rebbeinu Shalom. So can we imagine that difficult test that Yosef HaTzadik has? And as the Gemara in Yuma Lamed Hayes explicitly tells us, there's only one person, that he is the person that answers up to anybody that will come in his judgment lost at Lovey and say, I had a Yitzhahara, he pulled me down, I wasn't able to learn, I wasn't able to do Avedis Hashem. We say, really? What, how was Yosef able to do that? If Yosef was able to do that, we can all do that. So let's zero in on the greatest temptation and almost fall that happened to Yosef at Sadiq. So every day, Eishas Petifer is trying to entice Yosef to fall into a trap. Every day she puts on different clothing, she forces Yosef to look at her. She does every trick possible so he should fall in. And again, he doesn't, he doesn't have any energy from anybody else. But as the Pesukim say constantly by Yosef, he was living with the Rebbeinu Shalom, inseparable, and he wasn't falling in. But then one day, nobody's around. 
She grabs onto Yosef's clothing, Lamer, Shichvoimoi. We ha- we're going to be together. And what does Yosef Atzadik do? Vayazuiv Bigdoi Biyadi. He leaves the clothing behind. Vayonas Vayetzayachutz and runs outside. And then when she realizes that she's left with his clothing and nothing else, and he had run outside, she begins to call everybody else and say, This Jew has made fun of me. Chazal tell us that during Kriyas Yamsuv, when the Malachim said, Why should the Yidim merit Kriyas Yamsuv and not the Mitzrayim? But where do we find that the Yamsuv split? Vayonas. The Yamsuf ran away. It was Vayonas because it saw Aroinishal Yosef. It saw by Yosef that he was Vayonas Vayetze Achutsu. Yosef Atzadik somehow is the answer. Why by Kriyas Yamsuf it split for us? Chazal tell us in this week's Pasha, the Ksoinis Paslim was a reference to Kriyas Yamsuf, Kasbar. It was referring to splitting the water. So we find the reference to strength of Yosef HaTzadik standing up to the temptation, to the immorality, not falling in. That's what merits us Kriyas Yamsuf. The big day Yosef seemed to also be connected to the Kriyas Yamsuf, which makes it greater to understand what is it in the clothing that's the catalyst for Kriyas Yamsuf. So listen to Achsam Seifer. Vatitvaseu Bigday has a double translation. Clothing, obviously, that's what it means. Something else also. Like you find the Parshas told us. It doesn't mean Yitzhak only smelled the clothing. He smelled the Esreyach. Boigdov. Boigdov means when we betray the Rebbeinu Shalom. And a very that we do. A severe sin. There was a Begida that Yosef HaTzadik did. And she grabbed onto that and told Yosef HaTzadik, you fell in, you lost the battle. Why? Because let's remember, Yisr Yisr Yichud is You're not allowed to be in a house with nobody around with a lady. The Pasuk says clearly, There is nobody in the house there except for Yosef. And Aisha's Baitifer. Vatitvaseyu. She pulled him on that. She got him on that. She enticed him on that. She told Yosef Tzadik, You fell in already. In a begidi, you betrayed the Rebbeinu Holy, you will never be anymore. You have fallen all the way in. Now, Shikhvayimai. Now, you might otherwise should do it. What a difficult temptation it is right now. When you feel you have fallen in already, and you have. You feel you will never be holy again. And somehow Yosef slips out. Let's try to understand the psukim based on this explanation of Chsam Soifer. Literally, when she grabs into his clothing and he slips out, we know what that means. He somehow slipped out of his clothing. But if she grabbed onto the betrayal, so what does it mean he slipped out of the betrayal? What does it mean that he left her with the clothing if the clothing means the Begida, the Avera that he already fell into? How did he slip out of it? So to fully properly understand how he slipped out of that, how he didn't fall into this temptation, realizing he's still holy. 
Let's go back to Parshas Vayishlech, where Parshas Vayeshev, the story of Yosef Atzadik, is their energy for us, for Chanukah, as the Shalom explains. And in Parshas Vayishlech, when Yaakov is fighting the Sori Shalom, the Goin, and it's almost in the Medrash, as we know, that's where the story of Chanukah took place. Yaakov, so let's try to understand something from there. Yaakov Avinu was fighting with Sori Shalom, and Sori Shalom cannot do anything to him. Vayarki Yucholoi. As the Swarna explains, because Yaakov Avinu remained totally Tavik in the Rebbeinah he couldn't do anything. But then at some point he got something, Vateke Bekav Yerich Yaakov. And he hit him a piece. But then the Torah tells us, Alkein Le'yechlu B'nei Yisrael's Gidah we don't need to Gidah the Swarna explains where the reason we don't need to get our nauseous to teach us. The damage that Esau did to us, built in it's not an important part that you got. Which means, here the sorry Shalaisov thought that he got a piece of Yaakov Avinu. Wrong. You got the Gidah Nosha. The Gidah Nosha is the part we throw away. We don't need it. It's built in So, how do we understand that? The sorry Shalaisov got the wrong piece of Yaakov Avinu. If he would have got not the leg, a different part, then he would have got the right piece. It's almost as if the Torah were manipulating. Oh, you got that part, that part's built in Nachshavet Sleinu. The depth of what's happening over here is, as the Swarna explains in the Psukim beforehand, Yaakov Avina was totally Dovik in the Rebbeinu Shalom. So how did Sari Shalasov get a small slice of Yaakov Avinu. It began to tell Yaakov Avinu not such a bright story about Klal Yisrael. The future generations in Klal Yisrael are going to fall into temptations. And Yaakov Avinu broke away for a second his dveikas and the Rebbeinu Shalom and that's how we got a peace. So what is the Torah telling us now? Based on this idea this morning, it can mean like this. Never for any moment think for a second that your relationship with the Rebbeinu Shalom is broken. In Golos, in Chet, in separation in every form of way. Wrong! When Sari Shalesa tries to inflict on us a separation between us and the Rebbeinu Shalom. That's what Gidanosha meant. Gidanosha meant telling Yaakov Avinu, future generations aren't holy, they can't stay Dovik in the Rebbeinu Shalom. Wrong. Built in Which in greater depth means, because even Chas Shalom when we sin, it's always only on our outside. It's never reflecting our panemius where we're really holding. And therefore we can remain totally dovik and the Rebbeinu Shalom inseparable. That is the lesson of Gidan Nosha. That is why you have to throw away the Gidan Nosha. Understand that sorry Shalaisov, wrong. You haven't really gotten me. But now we could understand the Chsam Soifer's explanation how Yosef HaTzadik is fools into Aisha's Petifa grabs onto not his clothing, but the Begida, the Avera, he sinned already. Chas v'sholem. And somehow he slips out of his clothing because Yosef HaTzadik knew the lesson of Gid He threw away the Begida and said, you know something? Bilti nechshav etzleinu. I could still stay close to Rebbe Nishloim. You can hold on to my Begida, but I can run out. 
Never is a person be- should believe that he doesn't have a way of a yarva yonas As you can physically slip out of your clothing, you can physically slip out of the aver that you have fallen in by understanding that it's only manifests itself in the clothing. It's only in the outside part of you. It's not really part of you. Just like in Parshas told us where Vayorech Esreich Begodov Chazal say it means Yitzchak Avinu smelled in Yaakov the Reich of Begida. But back there it means Begodov also. The Begida only manifests itself on the outside of the clothing. That is what Yosef was saying over here. You could run out because it doesn't affect your Pneumius. There's always a way out. It's the chizik for generations to come that we don't have to flow in. As low as we'll feel, especially in the morality Binyanik Kedusha, Yosef Atzadik says, As Parshas Vayeshev is the Parsha that's always read during the period of Hanukkah, the lesson of Yosef Atzadik is for us for Hanukkah. Chanukah is the lesson of deep in the Golas, understanding even in Rishus Rabbim, even when Yovan comes and creates all form of Tumah, it does not reflect the Pneumius. The Pachshemen represents the Pneumius of the Ketusha that never gets that never gets contaminated. The panemius of the Yid that you can never totally touch and remains totally Kaddish to the Rebbeinishim through and through. Let's see where the lesson of Hanukkah is found in the Torah, where it's referenced in the Torah. Shulti Gibayim says that in Parshas Miketz, when all the brothers had come to see Yosef at Tzadik, he prepares for them a meal and says, Slaughter an animal and prepare it. The word Tvoyach is Ches, and Vahochin spells out the rest of Hanukkah. That's a reference to Hanukkah. Let's take this reference as a deep lesson to what we're talking about. Chazal say in Chulun Tzadiyalov, Utvoyach, what did Yosef HaTzadik show his brothers? I shechted the animal properly. Vahochin, you know what Vahochin means? I took out the Gidhanoshu. To us, that can mean. Yosef HaTzadik tells his brothers, Look at me! You think I've been in Mitzrayim and I've fallen in to temptations. I've separated my relationship with the Rebbeinah Shalom. I have learned how to battle Sari Shalaysa from Yaakov Avinu. I've learned how to slaughter the Yetzirah. I have Tavoyach. I've shechted the Yetzirah. Lest you think I've finally fo- fallen into temptation, remember, V'hochein! is the Gidanosha. I've learned the lesson how to throw away the Gidanosha, and that's what gave me the energy to throw away those clothing, the Begida that Eishas Paitifer tells me, and Vayar Vayonas Achutz, and I could run out. So when we come to Kriyas Yamsuf and the Malachim say, The answer is, If Yosef was able to run out of his Begidah chose the Pintaliyid is Kaddish, the Pachshemen that the Yavonim can never contaminate, the Gidanosha that's built in Nechshavetzleinu, Yosef's ability to show his brothers, Vahochen, I took out the Gidanosha, I remained holy, is the reason, the catalyst why we merit Kriyas Yamsuf. That's the that splits the Yamsuf. And that is perhaps what Yosef HaTzadik is telling the brothers in the first dream. The first dream he says, We have bundles and bundles. My bundle has stood up. And if you realize well, 
the kiyim, the, the fulfillment of the first dream is at this incident when all the brothers are there in Parshas Miketz, not in Parshas Vayigash. And Yosef says, to us that can mean that Yosef Atzadik was telling his brothers in the dream. I have stood up to the temptation. I haven't full fell in. I remember the words of the Swarnah. Lest you think I've forgotten the lesson of Gidanosha, I threw away the Gidanosha. Vigam means I'm not I don't walk anymore slumping, slumping. I don't I my walk. I'm walking strongly. I threw away the gid anosha. I can walk straight. Let this be a lesson to us. Yosef Atzadik, by himself, with nobody believing in him, understanding through everything and everything. The Rebbeinu is always there with him. He has never fallen in. Whatever it feels like, it's totally on the outside. His connection to the Rebbeinu is never severe. That's by us every yid. The pintle yid is that parsh. Shemen that needs a tzayotzi mi bachutz and serve the whole Rishul Sarabim. A lichtige Shabbos.